Greetings, my fellow free and low sovereign thinkers. Thank you for tuning in to LL3 Podcast. My name is Craig, transmitting from the beautiful realms of planet Earth. Today's date is Sunday, April 9th, 2023. This is episode 1648. Self-defense is illegal in Texas, plus the expulsion of Justin Jones and Pearson. Before I proceed, you can follow me on multiple social media sites and podcast channels. Just type in Lucky Luck number three, Lucky Luck Roman number three to three eyes, or the Lucky Luck Roman number three podcast. In addition, if you want to contact me on anything, questions, comments, and information, etc., whatever you do, use decorum, please. <laughs> go to Lucky Luck number zero three at protonmail.com. If you want to donate, go to paypal.me or cash.app forward slash Lucky Luck number three. All right. But now it's like the third or fourth night of Passover. I think it's the third night. It started Thursday. So happy Passover to all the fellow beautiful folks who are Judaic by faith. And the resurrection of Jesus Christ for all the folks that are Christian. The authentic ones, not the status or anything like that. And I say that with respect. It's very controversial when they use the term Easter with the paganistic, um, pagan attributes. And uh, many of the pastors agree it should be the resurrection of Christ, not Easter. So, um, and, um, like I said, it's just very good story, interesting history, whatever you believe it or not. And I know about the Sumerian rites and so forth from the origins of religion. However, um, you always got to look at things a lot more than what it is. So um, that's why when it comes to, you know, the biblical faith, when the status try to run things, it's toxic, tyranny, corruption. It doesn't matter. It's just one example. I'm not going to attack the group collectively because it's a beautiful people out there. That's why I always say, judge them by their actions. Nothing more, nothing less. Yes, and um, looks like Soros is being more exposed on donating to judicial system. I'll be talking about one of them in a little bit. And uh, looks like Texas moves to create gold-backed digital currency. Interesting. So it'll be by choice. A lot of decentralization has been happening, which is which I support. Because remember, they say the dollar is dead, but under the Federal Reserve note, which is fiat. However, the states can are doing bills to make gold and silver as legal transactions, legal tender, which is under Article 1, Section 10 of the U.S. Constitution. So always good to know these things, folks. You, know, you don't want to leave all your eggs in one basket. No more, we've all been swindled or screwed or took chances, including yours truly. So um, I'll just go do a little browsing here. This one here, Natural News. Toronto pushing to decriminalize all drugs for any age. All right, so <laughs> we're gonna try to make into another blighted zone, I would say, and what would be the conditions? That's natural news. And uh, ooh, let's just see here. Of course, let me just browse here. I'm not gonna go too much. Michigan State passes 11 red flag gun safety bills to restrict Second Amendment rights of state residents, which Article 1, Section 6, if I'm correct, of Michigan's Constitution makes it invalid. They do, and I don't have it on top of my head, they do have a uh, bill of attainder, ex post facto prohibited laws. They have that too, illegal contracts. So it's void without force. Let's do like the. Um, the municipalities and sheriffs from Illinois done. Tell them to stick it. Any commandeering doctrine. All right. 
Of course, trans activist militants get violent with NCAA swimming star Riley Gaines for refusing to bow down to the trans cult. And of course, from InfoWars, witch hunt judge who oversees Trump's sham case in New York City court donated to Democrat fundraisers. So who is that cult- cultist matter, right? Yeah, no. <laughs> All right. Tennyson's warplanes near Taiwan for military drills. That's from the SHTF plan. Members of persecuted Chinese Christian church bound for Texas. Of course, Whiskey Giant faces boycott over LGBT campaign. I believe that's Jack Daniels, if I'm correct. Epoch Times has a report here, which is horrific. Cyclist Ethan Boys dies after being struck in San Francisco. Damn. This is very, you know, disheartening to hear these things, regardless. And let's go here. LifeSite News. John Henry Weston, my heartfelt message to you this Easter. Good site, by the way, LifeSite News. And, um, hey, they are, um, if I'm correct, they got, they got um, barred on um, Facebook. <laughs> so that's a good case. If they're barred, it has to be good, right? Yes, and of course, Big League Politics, Tom Massey put forward the Safe Students Act, which is about ending gun-free zones on a federal level. You know how that goes. Toss that carrot. Hey, you want to, we'll give you this money if you do it. You know, that's how they, that's how they, that's how they exercise, yeah? Watch Sheriff stares down, reporter proceeds to destroy gun control. Narrative is less than a minute. Conservative Tribune. I'm going to have to see that video myself. Whoopi says she's speechless after The View host forced to read legal note on Trump arrest. Yep, mob justice mentality. So it's always good. It always works on both sides. So you always got to pay attention to the political factions. So, and, um, yeah, that's... that's, that's that is true. And we can go down here. Be set on all sides from the Washington Free Beacon. Yep, and um, of course we all know about that, about RFK Jr. Great game India were British where British royals involved in slavery? What do you think? Yeah, they're just part of it, man. It's been going. That time has been going on everywhere around the world. Slavery was a big trade, you know, and there was no racial or ethnic exclusivity when it comes to the field. All right. Like I said before, do you want to talk about the 1619 project? How about the 1612 project that happened in Jamestown? Uh huh. Trust me, folks. <laughs> so, yes. So, now we'll go and continue on here. This browsing the ground. Reclaim the net. Twitter withholds tweet worldwide after legal demand from India's government. And, of course, Mr. C's newsbusters. The individual accidentally told the truth about Tennessee lawmaker expulsions. Now, going to continue on because I know I did one area on that matter from the on Article 1 on the gun control. Alright, but I'm going to Go a little further, okay? So, I haven't forgotten. And just news. Texas Senate passes bill restricting minor gender modification drag queen story hour. Of course, free speech, all that. So, it's going to be a little bit controversial. Uh, Only thing I got to say, you know, for the parents, yeah, the right to take the, yeah, the right to say, you're not going to watch watch this garbage. And um and I'm not gonna knock drag queens as a whole. I I've done shows. You got some good folks to just do for entertainment. And you got crackpots in every group that 
And that's why I'm not going to attack on a collective basis. All right. So, so don't go after me on this because you're not going to win. All right. So, uh, and of course, um, DeSantis tells Florida Freedom at Hillside College as an, an thesis to Michigan. Well, some claims wondering where all this money's coming from. His shadow campaigning, allegedly. And, of course, ballot bounties. Wisconsin lawmakers flagged payments used to mobilize voters for liberal judge. Yeah. Psychologists suspend, suspended for two years for worrying about Great Reset and World Economic Forum. So, if you speak the truth, they want to ostracize you. Shoot. In the name of the war on terror, right? Remember that, folks. If you recall, if you were alive and you read, seen that speech, say, of being addressed by George W. Bush talking about the war on terror, yes, the conflict against its people. And we go down. So Switzerland orders immediate halt to COVID vaccinations. They're are doing more harm than good. Wow, what took you so long, right? Dalai Lama caught kissing young boy and telling him to suck my tongue. I did a show many years ago. You can find it on Spreaker, him being a CIA operative or asset. Strong allegations, but you make your own judgment. And right here... AOC GOP accused the GOP of implementing a fascist takeover of the U.S. state houses. Well, overall, your oath of office is pretty bad there, Alexandra, so you keep your mouth shut. From RT, Russian Today, Argentinian soccer star applies for a Russian passport. Telebound announces new measures to enforce mandatory veiling. All right, so um, U.S. deploys nuclear sub to Middle East. That's what they claim. And, of course, President Trump, my news punch, it's time to expand the FBI. Well, I have to agree with them on that one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, involved. Why so many people moving to Florida? Shoot. Driving that state crazy. Too many uh, political refugees, right? on a domestic scale. You gotta fight for your own damn state. Battle these parasites. Without them, you're... Without you, they're nothing. This is WUWT Aussie. ABC pushes failed solar concentrators for nighttime renewable energy. It always works that way, huh? And we go down here, newly released records show that George Soros is even more influential in American politics than you think. That's 100% fedup.com. Report sentenced to home detention for simply filming January 6th protests after filming murder of Ashley Babbitt. So freedom of the press is illegal. And we go... Oh, yeah. I'll just go down here. Let's see here. Oh, yeah, Deer Hedge. Eating meat is the norm almost everywhere. And, of course, Escobar, Iran and Saudi Arabia, a Chinese win-win. American foreign policy is in hell in a handbasket. Went on for a long time. Trump tried to... Utilize it for try to utilize it for his for some of his improvements, but you got the you got the clowns in there. They're privilege hacks, I call them. Are really um, shooting themselves in the foot. But people think, oh, he's such a great guy. As long as that Trump's not in there, hey, I, I'm critical of him as well. But I'm not gonna say he's the worst president ever. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, I'm just you know just oh wait, Harnsberger's Daily. Israeli between two maritime fronts. That's Jerusalem Studio. Uh-huh. And it's... Yeah, look at that. Well, why? Hey, Justice Department investigating the leak 
of top secret Ukraine war plans. It's NTD. So like the Pentagon Papers, right? And even WikiLeaks. So, of course, RF Kennedy Jr. makes a run. I agree. And, of course, it's not about Trump. That's American greatness. All right. Well, that'll be it on this one. Just had to shoot my mouth off on a few things. Give me a rundown. There's so much information out there, folks. I have a problem of following it, too. So, you got to do things by steps. We all have the... They have technology, so you know what? Utilize it honorably. Don't be these keyboard warriors saying you're better than everybody else. You know, being pretentious doesn't get you anywhere. <laughs> and I don't have all the answers either, so um, I just get, I just have fun. People try to tell me like they know it all. You know, I was like I don't try not to do that. I do like to listen. Have a good dialogue. You never know. You may network with like-minded people. I've been doing this for a good period of time myself. And I still enjoy it now and then. There's days I don't want to just talk. So, well, all right. Enough of me ranting. I know I digressed the crap out of you folks. Forgive me. I'll be right back. So stay tuned. I'm back. All right. So first thing I'm going to be reading here came out on the 7th by Mike Cernovich, Substack page. So MikeCernovich.substack.com. And this one here, self-defense is illegal in Texas. How a Soros DA convicted an innocent man. Your punishment for having a knife when they search you would be very different from the thieves. For him to have a knife was mere misbehavior, tradition. He didn't know any better. But for you to have one was terrorism. Alexander Shalazin, the Gulag Archipelago. That's a quote. Today, jury in Austin, Texas convicted an active duty army member and part-time Uber driver for defending himself against an armed man wielding an AK-47. This prosecution tragic for the innocent man convicted is part of a broader attack on American norms by billionaires neo-Bolshevik George Soros. Remember, he was a Nazi collaborator too, George Soros. He talked about he had, a, he had no shame. According to the interview he had on 60 Minutes, you can look it up, folks. And don't send me any, don't send me any um, Snopes or a fact check. I'll wipe my butt and I'll flush it down the toilet with it and flush it down the toilet. So I'll continue on. During the summer rise of 2020, Garrett Foster was wielding an AK-47 and taking over the streets. He was warned by law enforcement that while open carry was legal, any reasonable person would interpret the way Foster held his rifle as threatening. Officer testified Austin protester Garrett Foster had been warned about the way he carried his rifle. As a jury tried to determine whether Austin protester Garrett Foster was pointing his rifle at Uber driver Daniel Perry before he killed Foster. A police officer testified he's seen officers warn Foster at previous protests that he was carrying his rifle in a legal, in a dangerous manner. Senior Austin officer Brent Cleveland said during Perry's trial late Thursday that Foster was visibly and verbally not receptive to the police criticism. Cleveland said he never spoke to Foster but had seen him carry an AK-47 in a strap slung with the barrel pointed down in previous protest. He told the jurors that if Perry had raised the barrel even a small amount, it could be considered threatening. So, I'll just continue on here. Here's a video um, video clip from any of us stats. You can probably see it for yourselves. Foster mocked police and in one video, when asked about his gun, he replied, people who oppose us are pussies and won't do anything about it. 
While Foster is called a protester in news reports of the, of the case, his friends have said he's a fellow member of the Boogaloo Boog 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 Boys, which is a domestic terrorist organization that has committed mass shootings and other attacks on law enforcement. This is one tweet here from Juan Connor. Garrett Foster was not any for BLM. He was a he was Boogaloo. And I will chew you up and spit you out for spreading lies about him. During the riots, he was caught in legal blockage blockages by protesters and rioters. Protesters claim Perry sped his car up as he approached them, while expert testimony proved that to be inaccurate. Testimony from photogrammetry expert in the Daniel Perry murder trial disputed eyewitness accounts that Daniel Perry sped into a crowd of Black Lives Matter protesters before he shot and killed Garrett Foster in downtown Austin. Mr. Perry starts out at 11.9 miles per hour, starts to de-accelerate or slow down. Several witnesses who were at the protest demonstration the night Foster died were called to testify during the first week of the trial. They recall seeing Perry's car drive forward into a crowd of protesters. The protesters, which included Foster, became incensed at the presence of the vehicle, a witness said. Even protesters who have a motive to create an alternative narrative admitted that the psych psychopathic-looking AK-47 wielding Garrett, Garrett Foster was enra enraged. Crazed protesters and riot rioters began pounding on Perry's car. 24 sets of fingerprints found on Daniel Perry's car. Interesting there, right? Alexandria Bills, who was an Austin, who was an Austin police crime scene specialist at the time of the shooting, also testified Friday that she examined Perry's car after the shooting and lift and lifted 24 sets of fingerprints off of it. Defense attorneys have said Perry was threatened by a crowd of protesters who surrounded his car and banged on it. Foster flashed his AK-47. Perry shot in self-defense. A Soros DA overrides law enforcement. Multiple police officers spoke to Foster, warning him that he was menacing innocent civilians. Detectives con uh, concluded... Daniel Perry acted in self-defense. That should have been end of the case. Until a prosecutor, supported by George Soros, found a case worth prosecuting. Travis County DA Jose Garza was elected to represent Austin, Texas, due to funding by George Soros. So you got someone from out of state sending money to a Texas candidate at the time, or representative of the county. Garza's behavior was so irregular that it prompted a report by law enforcement that accused Garza of tampering with the grand jury. Austin police detectives accused Travis County DA of criminal behavior in case against Sergeant Daniel Perry. A homicide investigator with the Austin Police Department has accused the Travis County District Attorney of forcing him to alter his testimony to a grand jury in the case, a man accused of shooting and killing an Austin protester. In a sworn affidavit, Detective David F uh, Fudget wrote, I firmly believe the district attorney's office acting under the authority of Jose P. Garza tampered with me as a witness. However, a district judge reviewing these claims said he didn't see any behavior in this case rising to the level of criminal conduct by the DA. If you follow these issues at all, you know that the left police criminals should be able to roam the streets in freedom, defunding the police, abolish prisons. They also oppose so-called assault weapons like the one Garrett Foster was using to threaten and intimidate. And yet, here's a Soros DA found a case worth prosecuting. Anarchal tyranny. George Soros and other neo-Bolsheviks are using tactics seen by early revolutionaries in communist Russia. The term 
of this is anarcho-tyranny. Bolsheviks released criminals into the streets. Rapes and murders were common. Anyone who's defending himself faced criminal prosecution by authorities. As Alexander um, Solheisen reported in the Gulag Archipelago. Hopefully I pronounced his last name correctly. Forgive me if I haven't. Your punishment for having a knife when they search you would be very different from the thieves. For him to have a knife was mere misbehavior. Tradition. He didn't know any better. But for you. Have. You too have. One was terrorism. Anarcho tyranny is here. Evil actors want to destroy cities. By enacting bail reform. To free the guilty. And then tampering with evidence. To enslave the innocent. Self-defense is now a crime in Austin, Texas. If you don't watch it, you and your family won't be safe in your town either. In the meantime, avoid blue areas like your life depend on it because it does. Has a solid point. Because um, I was actually reading here, another one came from the Gateway Pundit. Speaking of um, the affidavit. This one was considered a bombshell by the pro-Trump new staff. Detective in Daniel Perry's self-defense case says Soros-backed prosecutor told him to remove exculpatory information. And right there, he was found guilty on the Travis County jury. Perry shot and killed an armed BLM NFL protester in July of 2020. Meanwhile, in the Democratic hellhole, of Travis County, a Texas soldier was found guilty of murder on Friday after Soros-backed District Attorney Jose Garza sought murder charges for an act of self-defense during the 2020 George Ford riots. Sergeant Daniel Perry, an Army soldier who shot and killed an armed BLM Antifa protester in Austin in July 23, was indicted on a charge of murder in 2021. In the summer of 2020, police confirmed that two people fired shots during an altercation in Austin between a motorist and a Black Lives Matter and a protester during which the protester was shot and killed. Police said that the man who was killed, Garrett Foster, was armed and confronted the vehicle, but was not the other person who fired shots. Prior to being fatally shot, Garrett Foster said on camera that the people who hate us are just are too big of pussies to do actually do anything about it. When I asked why he was carrying a rifle, a still frame from footage of the incident appears to show Foster in a posture that looks like he was pointing a weapon at the driver. Dave Fugit, the lead detective in the case, accused Soros backed district attorney Jose Garza of witness tampering, saying he told him to remove exculpatory information. Fugit said, it became clear to me that the district attorney's office did not want to present evidence to the grand jury that would be exploratory to Daniel Perry and or show the witnesses' statements obtained by the family of Garrett Foster and or their attorneys were inconsistent with prior interviews such witnesses gave police and or the video of the incident in question. So there's a, actually um, uh, a, a link on here from um, Marina Mel, Med, Medvin on, the, on her Twitter page. Daniel Perry case, read the affidavit from the lead detective claiming that the Soros DA directed him to remove exploratory information that I had intended to present to the grand jury during my testimony. And you can read it for yourselves. That, okay, actually, I can read it here. Sorry about that, folks. At the affidavit, the affidavit states, prior to the grand jury's presentation in this case, I had several conversations with the district attorney's office regarding the presentation of exploratory evidence related to Daniel Perry. It became clear to me that the district attorney's office did not want to present evidence to the grand jury that will be exploratory to Daniel Perry and or the witnesses' statements obtained by the family of Garrett Foster and or of their attorneys were inconsistent with prior interviews such witnesses gave the police and or the video of the incident in question. I also wanted to present previous statements from the compliant in count two 
where she never once suggested that Daniel Perry intentionally and knowingly threatened her with imminent bodily injury by driving a motor vehicle in her direction. The district attorney's office almost made me remove an animation from Daniel Perry's driving the night of the incident coordinated with his cell phone records that would have refuted the deadly conduct charge ultimately returned by the grand jury. On, the, <clears throat> on more than one occasion, I was directed at the by the Travis County Attorney's Office to remove exploratory evidence that I had intended to present to the grand jury during my testimony. At what point, I specifically asked if there would be ramifications if I did not do so. I was told by Assistant District Attorney Gullermo uh, Gonzalez that he would ask um, elected district attorney Jose Garza what would happen if I refused to agree to the limitations I was um, being ordered to comply with. I was uh, later sent an sim uh, email simply reaffirming the exploratory evidence subjects I was forbidden from mentioning during my testimony of my 158-slide PowerPoint presentation. The presentation was reduced to 56 slides, with almost all the exploratory evidence ordered removed. I felt like I did not have any other options but to comply with their orders. <laughs> I would have told the DA to stick it up his rear end, right? And his assistant, too. In my mind... After this directive from Jose Garza is when the conduct of the district attorney's office went from highly unethical behavior to criminal behavior. You can read the full affidavit right here. It's all right down there. You can read it for yourselves. And um, yeah, you can read that. Very interesting on here. So um, in the wake of the news... People call on Governor Greg Abbott to pardon Daniel Perry and for the district attorney to be removed. That must have to be under a, uh, under a, um, what do we call it? A uh, judicial issue, but we'll continue on here. Of course, uh, Greg, um, Tuck Carlson made that statement, and so did Kyle Rittenhouse. And there's one over here, too, by, uh, Bernard E. Um, Couric, if true, Ken Paxton and Governor Abbott must take action to remove district attorney and ensure that Perry receives a new trial. This is outrageous. The case should never have been prosecuted. A pardon by Greg Abbott is in order. That's by Ma uh, Matt Rendonley. Of course, same thing with the whole Matt Medina Elvin. Governor pardoned him. That's Deborah Garrett. So a bunch of people are saying, pardon, give him a new Give him a new uh, trial. Disbar the DA. All right. So you may yeah, you might have to do some impeachment. I don't know. Uh, I was looking at the Texas uh, laws on this matter, and you can only be called a political subdivisions. So um, that's the question. Of course, Colleen Wolf, isn't this illegal? How can a DA force someone to remove evidence? And that is true. So. Um, the prosecutorial misconduct. This is criminal. So everyone's like saying, what the hell is going on? And based on this, I have to agree. And the problem is, see, what he's done, what he's done, the DA, the Garza, District Attorney Garza, what he's done, he violated um, Daniel Perry's rights. Okay, Article 1, Section 3, Equal Rights, all free men, when they form a social compact, have equal rights, and no man or sentiment is entitled to exclusive separate public emoluments or privileges, but in consideration of public services. Huh. So, looks like they, um, he, 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 he did favoritism here, the DA himself. And if you look at section 10 of the Bill of Rights, talks about the rights of the accused in criminal prosecutions. In all criminal prosecutions, the accused shall have a speedy public trial by an impartial jury. He shall have the right to demand the nature and cause of the accusation against him and to have a copy thereof. He shall not be compelled to give evidence against himself and shall have the right of being heard by himself or counsel 
or both shall be confronted by the witnesses against him, shall have compulsory process from obtaining witnesses in his favor, except that when the witness resides out of the state and the offense charge is a violation of any antitrust laws of the state, defendant and the state shall have the right to produce and have evidence admitted by deposition under such rules and laws, and the legislator may hereafter provide that no person shall be held to answer for a criminal offense unless an indictment of a grand jury, except in cases in which the punishment is by fine or imprisonment, otherwise than in the penitentiary in the cases of impeachment, cases in the uh, arising in the army or navy or in the militia when the actual service in the time of war or public danger. So, he got this information and they just like spliced it away from him. So right there, that they violated that too, his right to a fair trial. You can use the Sixth Amendment, but I'm using the Texas Constitution on this matter. This is pretty disturbing when you look at it. Whether you disagree with him, like these people or not, because this is one of the most disturbing presidents you can see. All right. And of course, here on section 13. Under the second sentence, all courts shall be open and every person for any, any an injury done to him, his lands or goods or reputation shall have remedy by due course of law. So can, that means, can he get remedy for this? Yes. Perry should go for this. Go for the jugular of these scumbags, okay? These, ter these tyrants. And of course, we can look go look up on section Article Five of the state constitution, which is mainly judiciary related, and we can hit section twenty four to be exact. And because he, he based on his duties, it says here: removal of county officers, county judges, county attorneys, the clerk of district and county courts, the justice of the peace. Constable, constables and the other county officers may be removed by the judges of the district courts for incompetency, official misconduct, habitual drunkenness, or other cause defined by law upon the cause, therefore being set forth in writing and the finding of its truth by a jury. Interesting there. So the judges of the district courts can remove Garza based on this information. Okay, so that, that's essential. So it's good to know these. Some people, oh, I got the governor's job, but it could be, it has to be the judges of that district, of the district courts, okay? So I'm going to continue on to, sec to section 32 of Article 5. And I like what it says here, section 32, legal challenges the constitutionality of state statutes notwithstanding Article 1, Section 1, Article 2 of this Constitution, the legislature may, one, require a court in which a party litiga litigation files a pension motion, petition motion, or other or other pleading challenging the constitutionality of a statute of the state to provide notice to the Attorney General of a, the challenge if the party raising the challenge notifies the courts that the party is challenging the constitutionality of the statute and Two, prescribe a reasonable period in which may not exceed 45 days after provision of that notice during which a court may not enter a judgment or the statute unconstitutional. So that is an interesting thing because his actions, based on the articles, his actions, Garza's actions, is illegal, unconstitutional. All right, so um, and now we'll hit Article 16 of this of the Texas Constitution. I know I'm taking a little, I don't know, stretching this, and forgive me. They have the official oath of office. And now we'll hit right down here. Yeah, it says section one. And it says here, all subsection A, official oath, all elected appointed officers before they enter upon the duties of their office shall take the Following oath or affirmation, I, they state your name, do solemnly swear or affirm that I will faithfully execute the duties of the office, of the position of the state of Texas, and will do my best of my ability to preserve and protect and defend the Constitution and laws of the United States and of the state, so help me God. Well, look like he didn't do that, right? 
And of course, subsection B is very similar. All right, so I'm going to head down here to number two. Exclusion from office, jury service, and the right of suffrage. Law shall be made to exclude from office persons who have been convicted of bribery, perjury, forgery, or other high crimes. So, perjury is possible, so is forgery. Other high crimes, tampering with evidence. That's how I look at it. Based on these merits, it can backfire, Mr. Garza. So I encourage people to support Mr. Daniel. Whether you agree with him or not, everyone has a right to a fair trial. Because if you let this go, who's going to be next? That includes, the opposition should think about that too. And I know I read an article, um, the father of Mr. Garrett. He didn't. He made a statement. Said he's happy. He's happy with the verdict. He feels sad for the family. And there's no winners. And I have to say this in good faith. He's right. Regardless, there's no winners. It's a horrific event. What happens? But when you got folks out there want to harass people, violate their space, it's pounding on the vehicle especially, you have to understand the ramifications of cause and effect. That's how I look at it. And um, these people done this to themselves. And of course, Mr. Garrett passed. And that's disheartening. Whether you like it or not. I'm not too fond of these things. But sometimes people got to take responsibility for their actions too. When you stir something up, violate others, that's a criminal act. So hope and pray for his uh, cause, getting the appeal. And um, because I, I believe it's the right thing to do. He's got to fight this. So I know he's going to get support from a lot of people. All right. I know this is pretty long. And I will do the next final segment. So stay tuned. All right, I'm back. I'm going to do one more here. I know I talked about this yesterday. But I'll get more uh, clarification on this. So this came out on the 7th. This is written by David D. Abraska, hopefully I pronounced his name correctly, from the TennesseeStar.com. As reads here, State Representatives Justin Jones and Justin Pearson expelled from the Tennessee House of Representatives. After a contentious, contentious session in the Tennessee House on Thursday, two Democrat state representatives were expelled from office by their congressional colleagues. Thursday afternoon, State Representative Justin Jones, Democrat from Nashville, Picture above was officially removed from the Tennessee State Legislature by a vote of 72 to 25. Members fell short in their efforts to expel fellow Knoxville-era Democrat State Representative Gloria Johnson by one vote, 65 to 30. Supermajority was required, 66. Majority of 66 was required because it had 99 um, members of the House. So um, I'll continue on. Johnson's successful defense hinge on the veteran lawmaker's comparative placid role in the takeover to the House floor on March 30th. The former teacher did not hold up signs or pound the podium, unlike her Democrat cohorts, Jones and Pearson. Consideration of uh, Resolution H.R. 63 to expel Representative Justin Pearson, Democrat from Tennessee, picture below, ended Thursday evening with the removal of the progressive firebrand by a vote of 69 to 26. During the Thursday session, lawmakers vote to enact Resolution 6, H.R. 65, officially expelling Jones with a vote of 72 to 25. Jones was expelled after his participation in a riot at a Capitol one week ago and had an opportunity to speak for 20 minutes before facing questions from House Speaker Cameron Sexton, Republican from Cumberland County, and others. Jones, in part, blamed the alleged influence of the National Rifle Association upon Republican lawmakers in the Tennessee House. 
He also claimed that he was simply standing up against gun violence on behalf of their constituents. One of the main pro points of contention was that Jones used a bullhorn during an active session during Thursday's night, Thursday's night, Thursday's right, while rioters attempted to break into the Capitol chambers where state legislators' offices are located. The video from earlier in the day shows the now-expelled lawmaker and his counterparts entering the Tennessee House with fist raised to much fanfare. And I've seen that too, and I'm like, and you can see everyone applauding. And this is like I told everybody, I disagree on the gun control agenda and their political display or exhibition. I always tell people the black communist fist is tyrannical, is equivalent to the Nazi salute to many people's eyes. But remember, it's called factions. So I will, I will continue on here. And you of course, in the video, you got many of these folks out there from March for Our Lives, which I call it the Children of Khmer Rouge. All right, Pol Pot Jr. himself, David Hogg. Based on his attributes, I can say that. But I'm not here to hate the man. But their his actions are irrelevant, just like based on these individuals. But I'll continue on. Throughout the day, the House gallery was packed with protesters. More protesters gathered outside, many protesting for anti-gun policy. Before the session, Jones circulated a letter to supporters asking them not to shout or scream inside the House gallery, warning that they would be thrown out of the gallery for such behavior. Well, if that's the case, that's good. He compared his supporters to the witnesses of the crucifixion of Jesus Christ. Percy, I'm begging you not to get kicked out of the gallery, he wrote. Today I pray that you will be a witness, just as the women at the crucifixion of Jesus was present, to tell the truth about the assault on democracy in the state of Tennessee. Many people may consider that blasphemy, but I'll continue on. Shows a letter here. There's a letter about that. Okay, and um, uh, there's a letter on that. He shared, and it says here, that's from, uh, what's, what's his, Gloria Johnson's uh, tweet. Is it Gloria Johnson? No, Tennessee, Tennessee House Republicans. Okay, well, I'll continue on here. Thursday, Thursday's House floor session began with debate over HB 332, which would provide schools f with funding to hire armed security guards. Pearson spoke out during the debate, saying that arming schools would, be, would contribute to the school-to-prison pipeline, while also warning that it could lead to gun battles in schools, or that a school resource officer could accidentally shoot an innocent student. Well, there's a thing called the Guardian Program. They're going to hand out guns to people, or security guards. They will they'll have to do the training for, for um, um, protocol to make sure they got it down packed. So it's not going to be a handout, but they got to earn it. They're going to hand out firearms, guns to people, armed security guards. Now, it's a little bit more than that, but I'll continue on. Um, Representative William Lambert, Republican from Summer County, responded by saying that schools with armed guards are not meant to be prisons to keep students in, but rather be a fortress to keep bad actors out. HB 332 eventually passed the state house by an overwhelming margin. The only no votes were from Jones, Johnson, Pearson, and Representative Tory Harris. Wow. Democrat from Shelby County. So there's a lot of Democrats that voted for this procedure. Something to think about, right? The House passed further bills regarding mental health treatment, com combating combating overdose, overdose, it says overdose, it's overdose, preventing parental fraud, where a man is tricked into believing that he fathered a child with a woman, a bill addressed barber, a cosmetology licensure, among others. Last week's anti-gun riot stemmed from a mass shooting at the hands of Audrey Elizabeth Hale, who was identified as transgender, who killed six people in a murderous rampage at the Covenant Presbyterian School last Monday. And it was interesting because I, on my episode from yesterday, I did talk about the firearm-free zone 
gun-free gun zone in these schools whether it's public or private under Tennessee law. So most of these places are soft targets. And, of course, Elizabeth Hale claimed, there was a, claimed that there was a manifesto, and she picked that spot because they was talking about her doing the same thing in a mall, but there's a little bit more armed people. So she fought, picked a soft target. It, it happens every, almost every single time. Look what happened at uh, Stoneman Douglas at Parkland, Florida. Same thing, folks. And um, I and I and I know too about the local options, which the counties can have that option to do a three to five day wait business uh, waiting period. Well, Broward County, was where Parkland, Florida, Parkland is in Broward County, Florida, eighteen ninety six. They they promoted it will save lives. Well, they didn't do it that time. And I'm not, you know, um, saying go around being Rambo. No, 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 no. You, because that's why in Florida you have the Guardian program. They did talk about that in their uh, Stoneman Douglas committee report. You can look it up, and it's free information. You can look it up, see it for yourself. And many of the sheriffs and police chiefs make sure their officers read this damn thing, and you keep it, rinse and repeat. They don't want to see it happening in their schools or their facilities or their jurisdictions. Though, on the other hand, I know I did talk about on my past episode, yesterday's episode, about they break the contradict the Declaration of Rights, certain sections on that. But if I remember, it was um, Article 1, Sections 2, 7, 11, 20, 26, 28, and 33. All right. Go my go my go my past episode. You can you can see that you can see that for yourself. So what I'm going to do here, I'm going to be talking about what they violated under Article Two, Section Twelve, Section Twelve. All right, and as it reads here, each house may determine the rules of its proceedings, punish its members for disorderly behavior, and with concurrence of two thirds. Expel a member, but not a second time for the same offense, and shall have other powers necessary for a branch of the legislature of a free state. And you know, when people ask me about, you know, they should they should have been expelled. In my opinion, I, I could say no, but based on other information, I can re I can reconsider. So I'll, I'll be fair on this. All right, I can be fair on this. You can't go around doing the war drum. In these facilities, you got to use information, intellectual ammunition. And I've ran meetings and so forth. I've talked to, I, I brought my views in front of elected servants. I was critical, called them out, called it out on a certain item, which I found out was nothing more than rhetorical deception or illegal. And I, and, uh, I it was, it was finesse. And fortunately, didn't 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 throw the hammer on them on section fourteen. Each house each house may punish by imprisonment during the session any person not a member who shall be guilty of disrespect to the house by disorderly or any contemptuous behavior in his presence. So fortunately didn't go to jail for it. Okay, so I have to use that. I have to say that. All right, so. Um, they had a so technically they had a break, but um, them the, the the two the two the the two Justins they've done it to themselves, and of course the third one she didn't you know she didn't use that exhibition she stood with them yes, and she was critical yes, she talks about firearm safety, which I agree. Okay, and um, I believe every, uh, firearms safety is an individual responsibility. But when you make laws, you pun that's supposed to punish the criminal, not the citizen. And this is what's been happening with these bills. And when they go with a ban assault weapons or semi-auto, to me, one, that's treason in the state of Tennessee. And two, they breach your oath of office. And I will read Article 10 on this. Article 10, Section 1. 
Every person who shall be chosen or appointed to any office of trust or profit under this Constitution or any law made in pursuance thereof shall, before entering on the duties therefore, take an oath to support the Constitution of this state and of the United States and an oath of office. And we can hit section two. It reads here, each member of the Senate and House of Representatives shall, before they proceed to business, take an oath or affirmation to support the Constitution of the state and of the United States and also the following oath. I, they state their name, do solemnly swear or affirm that as a member of this General Assembly, I will, in all appointments, off um, appointments, vote without favor, affection, partiality, or prejudice, and that I will not propose or assent to any bill, vote, or resolution which shall appear to me injurious to the people or consent by any act or thing, whatever that shall have the tenacity to lessen or bridge their rights and privileges as declared by this Constitution of this state. Bingo. So, with all due respect to the Tennessee Three, you can't breach your oath of office. And that's what happened here. You cannot do that. Like I said before, firearm safety is an individual's responsibility. Know the tool you have to use for self-defense if when it's necessary. Nothing to play around or joke about. And of course, if you got children... You let them know. You don't touch the damn thing. If you want to lock it, that's your choice. But you have the responsibility. Have a higher standard. This is why how that was done with them too. They got expelled. Yeah, they've done this to themselves. I can say nay. I'm being expelled, but they could have went to jail. It could have been a double whammy. It could have been a lot worse. So uh, that's how I look at it. I had to go a little further on this to make more clarification. I know I did the tweet on it, but one thing I have to agree, we cannot do, you know, political, had their own article, which is good. We always got to be aware because George Washington did warn us on the dangers of political factions in his farewell address. That does for all sides. I don't care what party you're in. It goes for everybody. You're always going to expect a genius in the crowd. Am I saying these individuals are bad folks? No. But the exhibition put them in this predicament. And I say that in good faith. If they can appeal it, challenge it, they got their right, so be it. You know, so um, that's why with John, Miss Johnson, she didn't go around pounding or anything like that. The other two did with the megaphones. So they've, you know, shoot themselves. If they're Republicans, they'll do the same thing. Don't matter. It's not white supremacy either, folks. You have to look at all the information the best you can. Even including yours truly can say that. I may have jumped the gun at times, yes. But now I just step back and try to look at all the sides. Even in my past episodes, if there's something out to update, I will, and I'm doing it right now. So um, they've done this to themselves. That's just my intake on this. I love to hear from you. That will be it. I thank everyone for listening, but feel free to download and share this right your social media networks. If you have any questions, comments, or since on this, if you're to check out whatever you do, please send a correspondence to the quorum. 
Furthermore, other the footnotes of this episode on my page. If you want to contact me, go to LokiLuckNumber03 at ProtonMail.com. If you want to donate, go to PayPal.me or Cash.app forward slash LokiLuckNumber3. Once again, thank you for your time. Plus, always remember that the maniac resistance is healthy for the soul and can liberate humanity. Until next time, take care of yourselves. Keep on spreading the love. And may your guardian spirits be with you.